0: If the future of agriculture and horticulture is in the hands of the next generation coming through, well, we are in pretty good hands in this country. Here's an example of it. Taylor Leeborn last week announced the 2023 Young Grower of the Year. Taylor joins us now. Taylor, formerly up up until recently with Richard Burke's team at Leaderbrand, nowadays you're working in Bananas.
1: Yeah, I am. So uh, I spent uh, four great years at Leader Brand uh, working on the Pukekoe farm, but got given the opportunity recently to come on board with uh, SKU Limited, uh, who look at ripening bananas and uh, are an importer of fruit for the likes of Countdown and Turners and Growers. So something a little bit uh, less uh, farm-based, but um, equally as technical and and requiring a lot of... uh, communication skills. Well, you
0: you move in uh, well-connected circles. You come highly recommended to us by Chris Paul, who was runner-up in the Young Farmer of the Year Grand Final last year. Emma won it this year, and his brother-in-law won it or just pipped him at the post in 2022. And I think you guys went to Massey together.
1: Yeah, so Chris is my old flatmate. Uh, We lived together for about uh, two, three years. And, um, yeah, pretty fortunate Chris is actually going to be the MC of my wedding coming up in January.
0: Tell us about how you won the Young Grower of the Year and what was the competition like? Because I know there was uh, six regional competitions in our horticulture hotspots, if you want. Pukekohe Bay of Plenty, Gisborne, Hawke's Bay, Nelson and Central Otago.
1: Yeah, correct. So uh, run very similar, in a sense, to the uh Young uh, Farmer of the Year competition where you've got the different regions where you have to qualify. Uh, I was able to qualify for the Pukakaui region and uh, it's run over the course of two days, run uh, in, in terms of different modules. So that ranged from tractor driving to pest and disease identification, nutrition and fertigation. Uh, we had safe there, biosecurity, Uh, And so pretty much spent the whole day doing a various amount of testing and uh, running through some different scenarios with some facilitators. Um, And then the second day involved a little bit more uh, speech and uh, spoken stuff. So uh, we had a leadership panel, which then all uh, came up with a uh, three-minute speech we had to perform in front of the whole audience on the Thursday night. So it was a busy couple of days. I was fortunate enough to take the the Friday off work but um it was bloody good to to get in there and, and spend a lot more time with our uh with like five other contestants um you know these guys come from different regions uh you know you've got guys there from the Hawke's Bay and uh, and Gisborne who who have uh, had very challenging seasons so being able to um, spend a bit of time with those guys, understand the challenges that they've um, they've suffered recently and and what they're doing to to improve on it, you know.
0: What is the future for horticulture like in this country? I'm assuming it's pretty good, but it's not going to be without challenges. Climate change, global warming, weather extremes, you name it, it's changing the face of horticulture.
1: Yeah, I think the future of horticulture really comes in its people, ultimately. Um, you know, horticulture is a growing industry. We're trying to target $12 billion in, um, in value by 2035, and um, ultimately uh, that comes with the people. Uh, we've, we've got some pretty pretty spuddy switched-on people in the horticultural industry, um, but that needs to keep on uh, getting pushed through from the younger generations in particular so um what what i've always uh, felt like we need to do better uh in the horticultural sector is is telling our story uh understanding the challenges we've been through or going through but then also the positive side of things uh ultimately like you say the weather's getting warmer um and unfortunately we can uh, we can make some changes but it's not going to to change rapidly so we have to be a little bit more diverse in what we're doing uh looking at different things like Uh, I spoke in my speech a little bit about the likes of growing tropical fruit up in Northland, for example, where you've got bananas and pineapples being grown, for example. Um, And um, what I learned very quickly was was that uh, banana plants are bloody good at soaking up nitrogen, you know, so looking at things like that to be a little bit more diverse, but then also uh, being a bit more progressive in the uh, environmental space, you know?
0: Yeah, I can't wait till we have Kiwi Fruit in Southland. Might make me yeah. a wealthy man. Who knows? Taylor Leeborn, 2023 Young Grower of the Year. Congratulations on being awarded that honour in Pukakaui on Thursday night.
1: Thank you, really appreciate it. Thank you for your time.